Hello and happy Friday. Welcome into another edition of your favorite podcast, Burgers and Brats. Got a lot to break down for you. The NBA playing. Those games have been amazing so far, and we still got two left on the plate. Also going to be talking some NBA playoffs, the actual series beginning this weekend. Going to be breaking those down. And also the RBC Heritage in Hilton Head, South Carolina is this weekend. Going to be talking that as well. So stay tuned. Make sure you follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, literally anywhere. You get your podcast at Burgers and a Brats. And stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Burgers and Brats sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Go check them out. Go get that eye exam. I know you guys need an eye exam. Go get it. Go get the new style of sunglasses, glasses. Go get some new contacts. You're running low on them. Go schedule free eye or go schedule your eye exam at Hefner Eye Care. Check them out HefnerEyeCare.com or located on 5757 Northwest 132nd Street in Oklahoma City. All right, playing games, pretty fun. I mean, I think every single game here there was a team up by 15 or more. It, it, it's incredible, and it got close at the end. But if these playing games are any indication of how the NBA playoffs are going to go. We are in for a spectacular treat. I mean, let's start. I, mean, I had Atlanta winning this one. I know a lot of people have Miami, but uh, Trey Young, Deontay Murray, ballers, man. I mean, if they can play really good like this, uh, they are going. They they might give the Celtics some fits. I mean, Celtics probably still don't win them, but I think the Hawks can give them some fit. I mean, John Collins at ten, Deontay Murray at eighteen, Trey Young twenty five. I mean, they're gonna have to score like that. And I think they can put up a fight against the Celtics. I mean, it's going to be a really fun series. The Heat, I mean, I, I kind of talked about it. I mean, this aging team, uh, Butler with 21, but Bam only had 12 and 9. He had Tyler Hero step up with 26. But, guys, Kevin Love's not even playing. I mean, you need Bam. Kevin Love had two points. Uh, Zeller, two points. Oladipo, zero points in this game. Kyle Lowry did ball out, though, with 33. But you're going to need Kyle. Bam, at least 20-plus. And then Butler putting up his 20. And then Hero also with a decent 15, uh, 15 uh, from the three-point line. So I, he have got to have all around. Everyone has to be on their A game for them to win, I think. I think they get lucky this next game with who they have to play in Toronto. But uh, all those players are going to have to... Be shooting lights out if they want to make it into the playoffs and if they want to make it a series versus the Bucks. <clears throat> and then, I mean, Lakers, Minnesota, what a game. Minnesota up by 19, maybe more than that. Uh, Carlton Towns given Anthony Davis and the Lakers the business in this game. I mean, Term Prince, 14 points. Kyle Anderson, balling 12 points. Mike Conley turning to playoff Mike, 23 points. This whole team was getting points from all around. They only had a nine-man lineup, too. And that was with Cat being in foul trouble most of the game. I mean, if they, if Cat doesn't get in foul trouble most of this game, uh, Minnesota, I think, easily wins this, wins this. But it's hard to go against playoff Braun, 30-10. and 10. Anthony Davis had a nice 24-15, and 15, just a stupid boneheaded play at the end. Uh, that sh- he's, dude's behind the backboard. You think that shot's going to go in? No. What, what are you doing, AD? It made no sense to me. Just stupid brain fart right there. Uh, Luckily, they won in overtime, but that could have gone a whole different way, and just idiotic play could have cost them their season. 
uh, Chicago, Toronto. Uh, didn't get to watch much of this one, but DeMar DeRozan's sister, player of the game, Toronto missed 18 foul shots. They lost by four. What I say? Make your free throws. These two teams weren't very good at free throw shooting, so it was going to come down who made the most. You miss 18 free throws. You're not going to win most games. Uh, Zach Levine balling 39 points. DeMar 23. I, if the Chicago team can kind of play like that, they might, they might, they might give a little, a little run for the money for the Bucks. But uh, it's gonna be tough to do against Giannis. Uh, Toronto just looked very bad, very, very, very bad. Uh, Pascal though, like I said, got to get his points. He had 32, a nice solid stat line from Van Fleet. 26, 12, and eight. I do think Toronto ends up beating the Heat. I'll get, I'll give Toronto uh, this one right now. But it might, might come down to the final shot. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to a close one. I think either team can win. No team is that much better than the other. Obviously, I mean, they're in the play-in. But uh, these two teams are pretty evenly matched. And then OKC, Thunder, OKC versus New Orleans. I mean, I wanted to pick OC, OKC, but I didn't know if their young core could get done. I didn't know if the lights were too bright for them. They were not. They were not. Shea. Man, the Williams. She had 32. Josh Giddy had 31, 9, and 10. One rebound away from a triple-double. Lou Dort, 27. This man doesn't even score, and this man hit four. He hit 50, 50% from the three-point line. This team is going places in the future. Too bad they got to go against Nicole Jokic in the first round, but if they if they do, it will end up winning. But uh, Thunder... They are they are a team that is going to be good for a while. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to keep these pieces together. At least they can have them for the next few years. But after that, probably gonna lose some people uh, to, to some of these bigger contracts. But right now, Thunder look really good. New Orleans get Zion back, you're gonna be good too. I mean, if Zion decided to play, you probably won. You maybe win this game. I decided to sit out until uh, so he feels like himself. But. Uh, Thunder get the win. Uh, like I said, I got. Let's see. Or right, Toronto was eliminated. My bad. Uh, Chicago versus Miami. That's what I meant to say. Ooh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Give Miami. I said last podcast Miami. Uh, whoever wins Miami versus Hawks is gonna win the, the next playing game. So give me Miami in this one. OKC versus Minnesota. Uh, you get Rudy Gobert back, Carly Towns, and balling. I mean, we saw uh, Vucek dominate the paint against the Thunder. He kind of set out with an anchor, ankle injury and maybe some foul trouble towards the uh, for a little bit of that game. Uh, they had no stops down low for Bi or uh, Vucevic. So give me give me Minnesota in this one. I think the Twin Towers down low is just too much for that small ball. OKC lineup. So give me Miami and give me Minnesota to make it into the playoffs as the final two spots. All right, some of these playoff series: Bucks versus uh, either the Bulls or Heat. I mean, Bucks Heat. We've seen a lot of that in the last few years. I mean, Heat beat them to go to the finals in 2020. Bucks beat them in 2021, and they were super close to. Beating the Bucks again, so uh, this series has been really, really good. 
both teams have, have each other's numbers. I, I just think the Bucks they've been too good all year. I mean, number one overall seed, 58-24. That's 14 more wins versus the Heat. And like I said, the Heat, on the road, are actually, they're actually... Yeah, they're they're really bad on the road. Seventeen to twenty four, the Bucks thirty two and nine at home. Uh, I mean, only five more wins at home than the Heat, but thirty two and nine. You're not you're not gonna go into Milwaukee and beat the Bucks, especially when you're that bad on the road. So give me give me the Bucks in this one. I think I think the Heat just because of the past series. Give give me the Bucks in six. The Heat can probably rip off two wins. I want to say Bucks and one, but just because of the pass, I'm going Heat. Or I'm going Bucks and six. So, uh, next game Celtics versus the Hawks. I don't know how many games this will go to, but it's going to be entertaining to say the least. I mean, Boston's a nine point favorite in this one. Uh, this game's Saturday at 2 30 p.m. Central Time. Jason Tatum. Nuclear this year. I mean, 30 points average uh, should be in the MVP conversations. Both these teams are third and fourth in points per game, while Boston fourth in total defense. While the Hawks are the bottom third, bottom uh, 75% of defense played in this league. So, I mean, it's going to be offense and offense versus defense. Overall, I think it's going to be really entertaining seeing Trey Young go against uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, might put up, could put Marcus Smart, but yeah, Marcus Smart will probably guard Dejounte Murray. Dejounte's uh, going to have to get at least twenty, maybe eighteen in this series uh, per game. Trey Young going to have to get his twenty-five, maybe twenty-eight points per game uh, if they want to have a chance. In this series, I mean, can Trey be the villain like he was in New York? Can he be the villain in Boston like he was a few years ago in New York City? I think it'll be fun. Good storyline there. Uh, Trey Young versus Jason Tatum is going to be really good uh, to watch. And uh, just like the Bucks, the Celtics are 32 and 9 at home as well. So it's going to be super hard for the Hawks to go in uh, to Madison Square, or not Madison, to <laughs> Boston. And get a win. Also, Boston is eight and two in their last ten. Hawks are only five and five. So I mean, kind of trending. Uh, Hawks are a little standing right there. Celtics trading in or trending in a good direction, especially in time for the playoffs. <coughs> and the Hawks, I mean, they're when they score hundred plus, they are forty one and thirty nine. When you're scoring hundred plus, you should have a much better record than that. Like Celtics are fifty six and nineteen when scoring one hundred plus. The Hawks have 20 more losses when scoring 100 plus. So give me the Celtics in this series. I'll take Celtics in. Give me six as well. Take. I think it's a pretty easy six though. But give me the Celtics. All right, 76ers versus the Nets. I mean, this is the one we've kind of been wanting the last few years uh, with KD and Harden and Kyrie on that team. Philadelphia eight and a half point favorite. This game, the first game on Saturday. At 12 p.m. Central Time, Joel Embiid MVP candidate. Looking, it could it could go either way for him. Could get first or second, uh, averaging 33 points per game, 10 rebounds. James Harden averaging 11 assists. 
I mean, the Nets are getting it done all around. Everyone's been stepping up for them. Their whole team is playing good basketball. They're sharing the ball. Everyone is on their A game. That's what makes a really, really good team, even if you're going against a great player like Embiid or Harden. Uh, if you're all hitting on cylinders, you're going to be really good. Uh, another stat here, 76ers first in the league in free throw percentage, and they're third in the league in defense. Those are really good numbers if you're going to go far and win these basketball games. You need to be really good in those. I mean, what we just talked about, Raptors missed 18 free throws. Make half those and you win that basketball game. So your season's still alive. Brooklyn actually averages more blocks per game than the 76ers. They are first in the league. Uh, 76ers, really good record at home as well, 29-12. and 12. Uh, Both teams are pretty stagnant the last 10. I mean, they've been sending a bunch of starters in uh, Philly, 5-5 five five in the last 10. And then uh, both teams, 76ers score 100 points more than the Nets game scoring at 100 points game scoring under 100 points these teams are 1 and 16 yeah these teams are 116 when scoring less than 100 points great incredible uh Mikel Bridges I think needs 15 plus more uh in this in every game to feel more even matchup uh, Nets, I, they have a lot of great players, but they don't have Joel Embiid. Uh, Philadelphia 0 6 when scoring 100 points, so when scoring under 100 points, so holding under 100 points, you might win this ball. You might win some ball games, uh, but give me the 76ers in five. All right, final game in the Eastern Conference: the number four seeded Cavs versus the number five seeded Knicks. I want to be excited about this series, but I, I mean, I'm really not. Uh, LeBron's not playing in this series. He's not on Cleveland. But Donovan Mitchell has been having an incredible year for these for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Seventy one points in a game this season. Cleveland a five and a half point favorite in this game. I, I really think that is kind of disrespectful to the New York Knicks. I think the Knicks are better than what these people are giving credit for. <coughs> I mean, Julius Randle, twenty five and ten on the season. Jalen Brunson, he's been having a great year. I mean, you saw how much Dallas missed him. You wish Dallas wish they had Jalen Brunson instead of Kyrie Irving. Uh, Jalen Brunson has been a phenomenal asset for this New York Knicks team. And, I mean, they're top number 10 in points per game. Cleveland, even with Donovan Mitchell, 25th in points per game. But they're also number one team in points against, giving up 106.9 points a game. That's incredible. So, I mean, it, they don't have the offense. But they have the defense, and what do they say? Defense wins championship games. Both teams terrible from the free throw line. Terrible shooting in the mid to high 70s. Knicks are a really good rebounding team. you got to get those offensive boards in this game if you're going to win this game. But luckily, Cleveland can't really shoot the ball, so uh, see how that goes. I, everyone's picking Cleveland in this one. I've kind of gone back and forth on it. Uh, it, it, it's t- it's tough to pick. I mean, Cleveland though, thirty one and ten at home. They are New York team is really good when they score under one hundred points. Really good when they score one hundred plus points. But I think I'm going to go Cleveland and seven. I think Donovan Mitchell, he, he's really good. I mean, 
I think every game here could come down to the final shot. Julius Randle, Brunson, they've been a really good duo leading the team in points, assists, and rebounds. Like I said, Cavs number one defense team. Uh, Don Mitchell, I think he needs... He's averaging 28 points per game. Give me 25, and I think you're solid. Uh... So give me Cavs and seven, but any game could swing either direction. Uh, let's move uh, before we move into the Western Conference. Let's move in on this day in history. Uh, Eighteen sixty-five. Famous person got shot. Can you tell me who it is? Abraham Lincoln is shot in Ford's Theater. Been there. Cool place. I mean, uh, not a good place, but a cool place uh, to go visit. History. Abe Lincoln shot on this day. Eighteen sixty-five. Eighteen ninety-six. The first modern Summer Olympics Games come to a close in Athens. Uh, the U.S. won the most golds with 11. We've been dominating this thing since the 1800s. That's awesome. And then 1912. What did I say on the last podcast? Yep, here it is. The Titanic sinks. A loss of 14, or about 1,490 to 1,635 people uh, perished uh, on this uh on this cruise liner so titanic sinks on this day 1912 and then 1935 black sunday the dust bowl uh, i mean very happened a lot around or happened around here so i mean i heard a lot about that in our history growing up but black sunday on this day 1935 uh, happy birthday pete rose emma watson and leonardo da vinci happy birthday to y'all y'all three good birthdays right there uh, maybe not Pete Rose, but I'm a Watson for sure and some Leo Da Vinci. Uh, on this day, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Go check them out. Get those. Get that eye exam you've been needing. Uh, and go get the newest styles of sunglasses and glasses. Check them out. HefnerEyeCare.com. All right, let's move into the Western Conference. All right, the Denver Nuggets versus either Oklahoma City or the Minnesota Timberwolves. <coughs> Give me... I, I think it'll be Denver versus Timberwolves, so we get a division rivalry right here. I mean, both would be a division rivalry. Uh, I, I think the size will help the Timberwolves a lot, especially when Jokic is on on the floor. I think Jokic is going to have to get more minutes, minutes because of this. Because it's a Timberwolves, I think Denver gets it done. I, th- I think five. But... I mean, the Timberwolves is a really good team, especially when you have Cat uh, balling out like that. I just think Denver is way more, has more shooters. Jokic is presumably the back-to-back-to-back MVP. Jamal Murray, uh, he's not human. And B.J. balling, Aaron Gordon's coming up, is off his best year, offensively and defensively. So Denver, uh, too much. Uh, they are the number one seed in the wet in the West for a reason. I mean, fifty three twenty nine, hundred fifteen points per game. They are going to have to give. They are going to have to step it up on defense. Though giving up one hundred twelve, uh, especially against this team that has shooters like we saw. Especially if Mike Conley wants to play like that again. Kyle Anderson also play good. The difference though is the Denver Nuggets thirty four and seven at home. 34-7. and seven. Only seven teams have come in and beat them all year at home. It's different. I mean, the altitude, I, I don't see Timberwolves getting one win at Denver. 
which means you already put in a hole at 2-0, and then you just have to lose one more at home to be down 3-1. Maybe make it 2-2 or something, but mm, I, I, Denver was only 10-6 and in the division, though, so maybe could cause some problems there. It wasn't great in the, their division. Last 10, they've been 5-5, five five, but they haven't played their starters for most of their games. <clears throat> Timberwolves. In their conference or in, in their division, they're eight and eight, so just at five hundred on the road, they're twenty and twenty one. So I, they're not not great on the road, not even great at home, twenty two and nineteen. So I think no matter what, I think Denver has this game in five or six. Uh, give me the Nuggets. Jokic, man, is different, man. That man is different. Give him the MVP again. Do it. Give it to him. All right, let's move on to the Grizzlies versus the Lakers. I mean, Lakers escaped versus the Timberwolves. Uh, Le- LeBron's already done his scouting on the team when asked about the Grizzlies. He gave out that full scouting report at the press conference uh, after the win the other night. Uh, it, it's no tough, e- it's no easy matchup going against, I mean, uh, this Grizzlies team. 51 31, 116 points per game. Giving up 113 points per game. Now, what I just say: Nuggets were 34 and seven at home. The Grizzlies are 35 and six at home. 35 and six. Only six teams have came in and beaten them, but 16 and 25 on the road. 16 and 25 on the road for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Lakers at home. They're 23 and 18, 20 and 21 on the road. So a little better. Uh, so I mean, obviously better on the road, but you're not playing in an easy environment. They're a team that only lost six games at home this year. Luckily, you're okay at home. And the Minnesota and Memphis is atrocious on the road. Uh, Sable Center is going to be packed, going to be loud. They missed the playoffs last year, so fake fans are excited to get back. Excited to see LeBron play, LeBron playoff back. Uh, I, LeBron, I mean, is a different animal in the playoffs. We've seen that over the last. 20 years so um i may maybe they can go in and win i don't i don't know i don't think they can go into memphis and get a win I, they're gonna have to win all their games at the staples center they're gonna have to get lucky and win one later on in the series in memphis uh i mean this memphis team now has experience so it's not just a young team going in uh not knowing what to expect they've had experience in playoffs now and they're more suited for it so give me give me the ooh give me the Grizzlies in seven. Give me the Grizzlies in seven. I know some people are picking the Lakers. Give me the Grizzlies. And I, I hope it goes to seven. I hope um hope LeBron can pull this out, but I, I think Memphis, that, that team that we saw, it's LeBron and A D guys. And then a little bit of Austin Reeves. That's that's what that team is. If it was a few years ago, yeah, LeBron's carrying that team to the at least the Western Conference Finals, probably the championship. But right now, no, it's it's gonna be the Memphis Grizzlies taking out playoff run. All right, let's move on to the interstate rivalry with the Warriors and the Kings. Kings a three seed. Usually, it's the Warriors as a three seed or lower in this one. Both teams, I mean. <clears throat> Only four games back, 
from each other. Kings, uh, unexpected year, but they are playing very, very good basketball. I mean, who expected this? 2006, last time they made the NBA, NBA playoffs, this first time these two teams have ever faced in the playoffs, and this line is even. I mean, most people are picking the Warriors. They're getting healthy. They got Clay. They got Wiggins back. Clay's their leading scorer with 20, 22 points. Kevin Looney's a leading rebounder, and Draymond Green leading a sister on the team. I mean, yeah, this team has dealt with injuries. Points. Here we go. Offense versus offense. The Kings are the number one scoring offense with 120, while the Warriors are number two scoring offense with 119 points per game. Now, it's offense versus defense because both are in the bottom 75% quartile of defense. <laughs> so it is going to be a lot of points. I mean, they're both av giving up what they're averaging in points. So <clears throat> the only thing here is the Kings are second in the league, shooting at 49.5% from the field. So the Kings just going and shoot that percentage, uh, these games. It's, it's going to be very hard for the Warriors to win four games against them because they're going to shoot lights out every game to win these type while the Kings are just going to have to go have a normal night out there. <coughs> it, it, it's going to be a really, really fun matchup. I mean, these two teams are really offense-heavy, assist-heavy, so they're all getting, their team, or all getting their players involved. Both have had pretty good supporting cast. I mean, obviously the Warriors have over the last few years. But uh, we've talked about this. I, the, everyone's talked about this. The Warriors 11-30 and 30 away from Oracle. 11 and 30 away from their home court. You that you're not going to win a playoff game. You're not going to win a playoff series being 11 and 30 away from home. Maybe that that's just the regular season. Warriors step it up in the playoffs. I mean, we saw last year no one picked them to win it all and they did. But they weren't that bad on the road. It, it, you can't be that bad and go in and win a playoff series. I mean, they've been hot the last 10 games, 8 and 2. 8 and 2 the last 10 put up 157 in their final game. Like come on, man. Come on. Uh, for me though, I just think the Kings have played really well all season. They played they played really good. Uh they haven't moved in the standings. I mean, they've stayed the same throughout the whole year. They haven't fluctuated at all. They're also 23 and 18 at home and 25 and 16 on the road, so they're even better on the road, and that's going to be huge heading into Golden State because that is never an easy place to play games. So, give me the give me the Kings and six or seven. Give me the Kings and six or seven in this one. All right, finally, Suns versus Clippers. This this is the matchup I want. This is the matchup I am waiting to see Sunday. Last game of the weekend, 7 p.m. Five seed Clippers versus four seed Suns. Suns a six and a half, six and a half point favorite in this one. Uh, KD versus Russ in the playoffs for the first time ever. Uh, no Paul George in this one, at least for right now, uh, dealing with injury. Last few games, though, I mean, Kawhi and Russ have gotten it done. And but the Suns with KD playing. With KD playing, they are have won eight straight. Yeah, 
<laughs> they won eight straight in this one uh, since KD has been playing for the Suns uh, in his games. Still though, seven, both teams are tied, dead even in points per game with 113. So it's not adding a lot to their average yet. I mean, he's only been there a short amount of time, but uh, neither neither team is shooting the ball very well. Suns are way better on the defense side of top six in defense per game and third in assists. So Clippers are going to have to, Russell Westbrook's going to have to be dishing that ball out, find his open teammates, and they're going to have to be making shots, especially without Paul George. You're going to have to, you guys are going to have to step up. Uh, Zubak, Powell, they're going to have to be, they're going to have to be making some buckets in this one. Russell Westbrook, come on, show him up, come on, show him up. Uh, Westbrook, what? Show Katie up. Show him. Show him who the man is. Uh, I think we all root for Westbrook in this one. Suns twenty eight and thirteen at home. Clippers just at five hundred uh, when they play away from there from safe from Crypto dot com Arena. Both don't have any trouble scoring over hundred points. Uh, like game scoring under one hundred points. The Suns are z- zero and ten. They are 0-10. The Suns are 0-10 when scoring one, under 100 points. Clippers, step up some defense. Hold them to 99. You're going to win this basketball game. You're going to win. Hold them to 99 points. That's all you got to do. I know it's hard with a uh, lethal sharpshooter KD, but you got to try. Clippers know how to get it done in the rough. They're 3-10 when scoring under 100 points. Uh, see when Paul George comes back. Kawhi, I mean, Kawhi Leonard balls out in the playoffs. A huge huge factor in this one. Kawhi and KD start alternating shots. It's going to be a fun series. Hopefully this game can go to, or this series can go to seven. Uh, both these, well, I mean, both these game teams are just one game back from each other, shooting the exact same in points per game. Sounds a little better at home, but Clippers better on the road. In this one, see how that plays out. I think I think either team can definitely take a win or two away from each other when playing on the road. So yeah, this series is going to be super fun. I want I want to take the Clippers. I want to take. They've, I mean, Russell Westbrook molds good with them, but the Suns have so many weapons right now on that side. I I, I think the Suns get it done, and they Suns in seven. I mean, the Suns in seven over the Clippers. Uh, but otherwise, it's going to be a really fun matchup. It, it should be. It should, this should be. This is the matchup I'm waiting for. This is the one I want to see. Also, Jaw versus LeBron. I want to see that, obviously. All right. That is the M- my NBA playoff picks. Now let's talk a little RBC Heritage. Uh, this podcast uh, done before the tournament started but released after day one and kind of day two of the tournament uh no Roy McElroy uh Zal Torres Jason Day or Hideki Matsuyama in this one uh deciding to drop and uh, others with injuries Roy took a big hit in this one I mean losing three million dollars for not participating in it uh, some of the favorites in this one I mean Rom and Scotty are the co-favorites at eight to one odds I mean that's that's fair. I mean Scotty hasn't won in a minute. Rom coming off his greatest win ever, only his second major win of his career at the Masters last week. Uh, last year, twenty twenty two, 
Jordan Spieth beat Patrick Hanley in a playoff to win this course. I mean, this is one of the course I want to play. I, it's Obviously, there are a lot of them, but I really want to play Hilton Head, uh, especially with that lighthouse on 18. It just seems so much fun uh, to do. So, uh, it's RBC Heritage this week. Hilton Head, South Carolina, the lighthouse. You all know it. For my... For one of my long shots, who has a shot to win this, I think uh, Figala. He had a great Masters last week. I mean, kind of made a push towards the end. He's at plus 6,000 to win. Uh, also, Wyndham Clark, I think he's always up there, like kind of a top 10, top 10, top 15 finish. He's at plus 7,000. And not a super long shot, but one that's not really favored that well, Justin Thomas at 2,500 to win this tournament. So I think those are three pretty good long shots that have a chance. Uh, at coming in Tilton Head and winning this tournament. Uh, lock for my top 10, I think Justin Thomas. He did not do great last week, missed the cuts at the Masters. Uh, Victor Hovland, I mean, he played really well till the final 18 at the Masters. See if he can not choke it away this week. And then Scotty Scheffler, obviously, he's going to be a top 10 finish. He's top 10 in everything. Come on. That, that one that one is easy. Uh, number two golfer in the world. Tony Finau, I'm taking his top ten. I think he does really well in these kind of tournaments. Just after a major one, he comes in and uh, gets really close on that next tournament, especially one that he's played a long time uh, for a long while. And then Cantley, uh, second last year. Uh, I think he's back in it this year. I mean, really good Masters last week uh, for sure. So those are kind of five of my top ten kind of kind of a lock right there to make it to finish top ten at RBC Heritage and my top three coming at number three I got Xander Shoffley I mean I think he's due for a top three finish I love watching him play some golf so give me Xander Spieth coming at number two last year's winner Jordan Spieth I mean six under final 18 at the Masters on Sunday uh, I think he's playing some really good golf and keep it up He's going to get second this weekend. And then number one, world number one, John Rahm. Coming off of impressive Masters win, he's going to come in and get number one this week and win the RBC Heritage. So I'm going to be tuning in to this field all weekend. I mean, really good field of players playing in this one. No one really taking it off uh, besides Rory. Uh, but otherwise, really good golfers, really cool course. Uh, really, 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 really fun golf to watch this weekend at the RBC Heritage in Hilton Head, South Carolina. All right, that's my RBC picks uh, for the weekend. Let's move into the final segment on this day in history. So, share my, er, not on the same history, my bad. Share my burger and brat. <laughs> at the end of the show, share my burger and brat. Uh, so, do you want to have better retention of memory as you get older? Well, start feeling happier about getting older according to a new study from Yale. Uh, older people with mild cognitive impairment, MCI, were 30% more likely to regain normal cognition if they were upbeat versus those who were down and out about aging. So just feel happier. You're going to uh, be 30% more likely to regain normal cognition. Cognition. My bad. Cognition. Uh, moreover, a cheerful approach to the silver years allowed participants to recover their cognition up to two years earlier than others. Two years 
Wow, that's a lot. Uh, the Yale School of Public Health study is reported to be the first of its kind to link a cultural factor, a positive attitude towards aging to MCI recovery. So, want to get better memory as you get older? Just think happier. Be more positive. That's all it takes, guys. Be more positive as you get older, and you'll retain uh, your memories a lot better. All right, everyone, that is the podcast today. NBA playoff picks fall with some golf. Uh, hopefully, the teams win this week. I mean, maybe I'll root for them, unless they're playing my nuggets. Uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast on any platform, at Burgers and Brats, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, literally anywhere you get your podcast, at Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at Burgers and Brats. And make sure to enter our Burgers and Brats giveaway, t-shirt giveaway. Check it out on Twitter or Instagram. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe.